Here we go. Episode 20 of the Hardline Sports Talk. Michael Merlo, John Michael Masiri here with you. How are we doing tonight? Doing good. Happy July. Happy July. We're up, this is the last month without football. Yes, sir. We have a voicemail tonight, which is about football, which we'll get to at the end of the episode. So we're, we're creeping up. Oh, uh, yeah. Very excited. Training camp's coming up. You know, I was listening to the radio today, and they were actually talking about the Jets. And you said it, obviously, you're a Jets fan. And I'm not a Jets fan. I'm a Giants fan. But you were talking about how excited you are. It's a new era. And I'm kind of excited to see what the Jets look right. like. Right. I mean, this is legitimately... It's a facelift. It's a complete facelift. Like, organized, like top to bottom. Yep. It's completely different. Yep. So that's going to be very exciting to watch here this year. And the, the Giants should be good. We're going to have a fun uh, fall, I think, yeah, in winter. I think, I think so. it's going to be a good football season for us, both of us. And I'm I looking agree. forward to it. I agree. Hopefully but, things are looking up. And, you know, before the season, we would have thought this should be a fun summer and this should be a fun fall for our baseball teams. Yeah. And it, it doesn't look you like know, that. It, one it, one would think, right? It doesn't look – it's not fun. Summer has not been fun. No, not at all. The Mets are playing right now. We're going to get to them in a little bit. They're down 3-2 to two in the bottom of the eighth to the Braves. We're going to start with the Yankees. The Yankees got rained out today after a probably their worst loss in years. It's the worst loss I can remember in – not maybe not ever, but in the past three years, yeah, probably the worst one. Michael Kay had said today on his radio program that they haven't blown a four-run lead in the ninth in 160 games. Yeah. So basically, since then, this is the worst loss. Right. It's clearly the worst loss of the year. Oh, 100%. And it was coming in a game in which, listen, there was a lot of hype around Shohei. And he was pitching, and you need to get your season back on track. You had ju- you won the night before, so you're looking to win that game. Go take three out of four, feel good in this right. weekend series against the Mets, and completely different feeling. Yep, you know things were kind of looking up. They they scored seven runs. They got to Otani. I mean, granted, Otani was all over the place. He walked four guys. He hit Clint Frazier with the pitch. They pulled him in the first inning, but they got to him. DJ had an RBI double. Glaber had an RBI single. First RBI in 18 games for Glaber, so that's good for him. Uh, Stanton had an RBI single, so yeah. But like I always keep saying, it's one step forward, two steps backward. Things are looking good. Oh, guess what? We blow a four-run lead in the ninth with the best closer in baseball supposed to be, um, who's now had a, I believe, 17 ERA in his past... um, uh, seven games, I think, something like that. The 17 whole month, ERA. Yeah. He has an 11.6 ERA. Yeah, he's been absolutely terrible. And yeah, man, it, it, it's just frustrating. That's all I could say. It's just frustration. It's incredibly frustrating. I told you I went to bed. It was like 7-3. It was after. There were a couple of rain delays in the game. Kind of feels like that. Remember that game with the Betts and the Padres? Yes. They were an out away, yep. and Upton was at the plate, right. and they went back. They, they that was the year they like went to the hour. World Series, right, the Mets? Yes. They went back. They waited an hour to get one more out. The Mets yep. were winning. They gave up a three-run shot to Justin Upton, and they lost the game. Was that the day after the Gomez trade? That was the day after they botched the Gomez yeah. trade, and like... And that was like... the. It looked, I was like, oh, same old Mets. The Mets season's over. That was... Same old Mads. The Mads are done. Meanwhile, it was the best thing that ever happened to him. Might have been one of the best things that ever happened, but it kind of wasn't like that because you played a little longer. But right. 
still, it, that's not an easy one. Judge, Aaron Judge did not play. He was benched for rest. And the same thing with Gio Urshela. He did not play. And a lot of people were kind of really excited. I mean, everybody was excited to see Shohei Otani on the mound in New York. And obviously didn't live up to the billing because he didn't get out of the first inning. Mm-hmm. But Aaron Judge, the best player on the Yankees by far. One of the best players in baseball like we were just talking about before. And you wanted to see him against their star. And you didn't get that because Judge needed rest. Yeah. I mean, it's it's box office. That's what you want, right? That's how you sell the tickets. That's how you get the, the, the clicks. That's how you get people to tune into the channel. You have probably, I said, besides Tatis, these are the two most popular guys in the game. And they didn't get to face each other. So, I honestly, listen, I usually don't like to overreact with certain things like like firing people I don't like to do that and I haven't really felt that way about Boone this year I thought that yesterday and listen I I know some of these decisions might be coming from the the, the top but I don't, we don't know that right we're, we're only reading what we see I think that was a literally a fireable offense what he did yesterday by not putting Aaron Judge in that lineup I mean you went on record the day before saying our season is on the line and then you don't play your best player against the American League MVP right now, the ace of the Angels rotation, you don't play him. In an, an important season where your season is on the line. And your second best player. Gio and your second best player, Gio Urshela. Yep. A great defender at third. Yep. He's, a, you know, he's been pretty much a consistent hitter all year. You don't play him. So, so you say your season's on the line. So if this... When's another situation where your season's on the line? If it's game seven of a playoff series... Your season's on the line. So you're telling me you would bench Aaron Judge in, in a Game 7? Because that's basically what he's saying. If his season was on the line, then, oh, we're going to bench Aaron Judge. We feel more confident with Clint Frazier in the lineup than Aaron Judge with our season on the line. That's what you're telling me. It, it's a really bad... I mean, it's a terrible look for Aaron Boone. And Hal Steinbrenner uh, spoke to the media today. And you kind of get the feeling, you know, the owner... Uh, Cashman has spoke... A couple of times now in the past few weeks, Boone obviously here every day. The boss came in. You kind of think maybe, I mean, that's a game where people get fired, right? Oh, 100%. That's a game where people lose their jobs and then the owner comes out and he's speaking today. It's almost surprising to some that he didn't get fired today. No, he actually backed, he backed Boone, basically. Yeah, well, he stated, like we all know, he lost... He, he loves how he's great with the players, and the players loved him, and how he hasn't lost the locker room. And I'm not a Yankee fan, okay? And I spoke about this on one of my radio shows last week, uh, yesterday, excuse me. You're a Yankee fan. You're 19 years old. You're not 20 yet. You're young. <laughs> you're 19 years old. You are not used to the Yankee winning way. You're just not. No. Not play all, you know, I mean, World Series, I was eight years old when they won the World Series. I was couldn't be less interested, right? When I'm eight, I'm not watching baseball. I, I'm, I'm worried about whatever. What freaking Pokemon card I'm going to get or whatever. You exactly. Know? But your generation, our generation of Yankee fans are not used to no. the Yankees being it's, top top yeah. dogs. Having a $250 million payroll and and getting anybody and winning four out of four World Series out of five years. That's just that's never gonna happen again anyways. No, but my point is this is just a completely different time. Yep. And the old Yankee way, Boone's out of here, but clearly things have changed. 
And everybody says, well, his dad's not here. His dad's not here. Well, if his dad was here, I don't know what the roster would look like. I don't know who would be running the team. But I definitely, definitely know that this is not the Yankee way. And being able to keep the clubhouse together is not a reason why somebody should be here. Right. And listen, we talked about it in the last episode. Boone's handling of the media really hasn't been great. And he came out and said, talk is cheap after last night's game. He said, you know, talk is cheap. You know, we could say whatever we want to hear, but we got to actually perform. And you're right, Aaron. Talk is cheap. Your talk is cheap because you're the one who said our season's on the line and you didn't play your best player. So you're right. Talk is cheap. It's, yeah, you're 100% right. I, I can't, his, he's not good with the media, and we said it last time, surprising, he was, you know, in the media. He's not good when he speaks to the media. He, why does this team act like we're the freaking Oakland Athletics or the Tampa Bay Rays where we have an $80 million payroll and we're trying to squeeze whatever we can, stick to the analytics, stick to the books, the freaking Harvard interns know what they're talking about, this is what the numbers say, live and die by analytics. Why do we operate like that? There needs to be some sort of human feel to the game. This whole thing with the fact that they don't believe in hot and cold. Aaron Boone played played in the major leagues. His brother did, his dad did, his grandfather did. If he actually believes that, which I don't think he does because I think he's just being a puppet when he says that. But if he actually does, I think he should be mentally evaluated. I really do. He failed his family how, if he did. How could you have played baseball... So, so it, with his logic and with the Yankees' logic that hot and cold doesn't exist, what what's Kyle Schwarber then? Is he is he not hot? Is he just no? He's Kyle, lucky. Kyle Schwarber's lucky. He's hit 16 home runs in 18 games. Kyle Schwarber would have had a couple of rest days in right, between right. there because and that, and, he needed them. And that's why analytics. Listen, I think analytics are a tool. They're not a bible. Okay, use analytics when you need to, but still use your your head. Okay. They contradict themselves, the analytics, because the whole point of analytics, like the reason why Kevin Cash took Blake Snell out of that game last year in the ALCS against the Astros in the fifth inning, he that's what the analytics told them, right? In that situation, that's what you do. But the analytics say in that situation, over 162-game season, that's what you do. And Kevin Cash got criticized for it because you should throw analytics out the window in that situation because... It's not a 162-game season. You make that decision once, okay? It's not going to happen again. That's why I'm saying analytics contradict themselves. If the analytics say over a 162-game season, this guy's numbers will fluctuate, but the ending product will be this. Aren't you basically admitting that hot and cold is a thing? Because you're saying there will be ups and downs. You're 100% right. Is it just luck then? No, you're 100% right. Like these guys are robots? I heard this point, and hear me out, because you're going to love this. A caller on one of the shows I was listening to this morning brought it up. So there have been a lot of changes since, I don't know, 2019, right? Let's just go back to 2019. The balls have changed. You're not allowed to use sticky stuff. You know, a bunch of different rules, right? Massive changes to the game. Right. Analytics has taken up, and even let's go back to 2020, because there's still been a lot of changes. Analytics has taken up, and they put numbers, they spit numbers for the past few years. Well, the game is completely different than it was even last season. I so you're using agree. analytics based on last season, and yet it's clearly not working here. So how do you, how does it dictate everything if, if 
there are so many changes. Whether the, it's a player, whether it's the, you know, the, the way the, the ball is, the right? way people are pitching. How do you use it? Personnel, the exactly. team changes, who you're facing changes. Everything changes. It's unbelievable. Different umpires every night. Yep. How do you use this as like almost like a common denominator? There's no common denominator when it comes to baseball. Every game is different. Right. You can't just use numbers. If everybody used analytics and numbers the way, you know, some teams do use it, every team would be run the same. Right. That, that cannot happen because right. then you're really going to lose yeah. the game. And you're right. Baseball, we always say baseball is such a weird game, man. It's just a weird game. And that's where you need the human element to it. I mean, a, a, a computer's not going to know. A guy has his best stuff, right? He's really feeling it. He's throwing well. The computer doesn't know that. The computer just knows, hey, the third time he faces the lineup, he gives up you know, uh, a 30-point higher batting average. Does the computer know that his slider looks the best it has the whole season? No, the computer has no idea. Yeah. But but they've adapted this philosophy where the numbers they've crunched and everything, the data they've collected, is the way to go. That's, that's the decisions. That's what they're going to base their decisions off of. I think the Los Angeles Dodgers have by far, the past five years, have been the best-run organization. I, I think they draft well. Their they front office money. is great. They spend the right they spend the right money. They spend a lot of money and they make big trades, but they always have the prospects. They draft very well. They their first you know how many picks they have, first round picks on that team that are theirs? It's unbelievable how many guys they've drafted and are making impacts on right. this team Was right Bueller now. Bueller first round pick? Yes. Bellinger? The Yankees passed over Bueller. Right. Ballinger? I think Ballinger was. Uh Will Lux? S- Will Lock, Smith. He might have been. I think Will Smith was a first-round pick. But let's just – listen, they I, they obviously use analytics, but I don't think they – I think Dave Roberts has a lot of say in right. what goes on. It's not by the book. Exactly. And we talked about draft picks, and I was just telling you, the Yankees have botched the first round in the past few years. Aaron Judge is their only first-round pick in a while that they've gotten right. Yep. You know, player development has been a massive issue. I mean, Debbie Garcia, we talked about it last time, is regressing. They haven't produced a pitcher since, like you said, Luis Severino. Right. I mean, you've had guys like Domingo Herman and and Jordan Montgomery, but that's nothing special. Dom Smith should have game-tying homer in the night. Second of the night, right? Second of the night, it's 3-3. Holy crap. But like we just said, all right, let's say you don't fire Cashman, right? Let's say you don't fire Cashman. You have to at least bring somebody in to run, whether it's the draft, whether it's scouting. You need to bring in another person to work on the pl- the player development side, the drafting side, the young, you know, just developing those young guys. It's unbelievable. I that think it's been this bad. I think I wouldn't throw as much of the blame on Cashman for the drafting. I mean, obviously he's the general manager, so he calls the shots. But I think baseball is a little different. Um, Scouting, you have your own, you know, I mean, every franchise and every sport has a scouting department, but, you know, you got international prospects, you got, you know, your draft prospects, you got free agent, you know, you're looking at guys to trade for, your prospects within your own organization. It's a much bigger scale. So I want to throw all the blame on him for that. In my opinion, I think the guy who, between Cashman and Boone, I think Boone needs to go more. And I don't know, listen, the way the managers are now and what it seems, he Boone might be a puppet, and it might not be him. It might be coming from upstairs. But like I, like I said before, 
We don't know that for sure. We're just going to take what we know. He's the manager of the team. He's supposed to manage the team. That's all we know. So I think of the two, Boone needs to go more. Do you, do you feel confident in the fact that Cashman can, if he has the money and the resources, he can retool this team yes. and make it competitive? Yes, I do. But so do you think that they should bring somebody in to at least help him with the player development and, and scouting and drafting side of it? Because it's been that bad. I mean, it has been bad. They've, um, they, one thing I will say, they do do well with international signings. I mean, Severino, Severino was signed internationally. Gary Sanchez. They obviously have Dominguez, who's the okay. going to be the yeah. biggest prospect in baseball. Um, but yeah, you're right. The drafting hasn't been good. And the prospects right now we have are, are it's nothing special. And it, it seems like every time someone gets closer to being called up, they regress a little and they, they slide down the pipeline, right? Estevan Florio was I, I he was at least a top one hundred prospect. I think he was a top fifty prospect at one time. And now he's getting up there in age. You know, it's time for him to be called up. And they brought him up, they sent him back down. He's not doing anything special in AAA. So I don't know. It seems like these guys all just fizzle out. The Yankees right now need something new. And they did just go out and trade for Tim LaCastro. Tim LaCastro, he's that he's from the Diamondbacks, utility man. He plays everywhere, and he's probably the fastest guy in all of baseball. Yeah. They needed something like that. Not only do you bring in a new face, but to maybe get some guys to compete more. But right. they just needed something new. They needed to bring some. I thought they should have brought even Floreal up. I still think they should do that. Right. They need something new though, and. Firing the manager, I don't know what that does to a team. They must really... I think they're almost afraid to fire him because of what would happen in that locker room. I think they like him so much. That I think that's part of, part of the reason why they don't want to fire him. What's the worst that could happen? They start playing worse? They're not playing They're not playing good, so... What's the worst that could happen? No, I mean... Listen, I don't think they should fire him now. I think they should fire him... At the end of the well, season, he's not, he's not. He doesn't have a contract for next if year. If they, right? Okay, so you don't even have not to fire even him. firing. If they don't make the playoffs, if they're you know they win eighty four games, I think you just let them walk in the offseason. Exactly, you don't renew his contract. But I think good good organizations don't make decisions you know like that. Um, they they really process them, and I think you let this play out. Uh, it's not necessary to fire him right now. I don't think it's that toxic of a situation. Bring up and you're gonna make yeah, him exactly, exactly. It's not like you're bringing in somebody new. Exactly. If there's no, yeah, you're not gonna hire anyone until the season's over anyway. So it wouldn't make sense to fire him now. Um, but guess what? If it, there needs to be some sort of enforcement because you can't just have this team miss the playoffs and then um, you. Are you asking what time it is? Yeah. What? It's ten oh six. No, how long we've been on here? I thought I could keep that nonchalant. nineteen minutes. I mean, come on. I mean, you don't Stressing think out. I have the time? Anyways, you sweating here a little bit? A little, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really pissed, and I'm it's usually, hot in here, I'm and, and I'm starting to sweat. And I'm not I had a lot sweating. of stuff to get off my chest. Um, this team's making me really angry. If you haven't noticed, but like I said in the last episode, there needs to be some sort of enforcement. You can't just let people not perform. People not. Get, do their jobs right, and, and nothing happens. According to House Steinbrenner, they've had a lot of, you know, like, tough conversation, fiery conversations, you know, in the clubhouse 
Uh, one happened a couple of days ago. That was the most intense, he said. But, I mean, still, who who's leading that? Who is that? Is that the players? Is it player-driven? Is it Aaron Boone stepping in? I don't know. I agree with you. I don't. I honestly don't think fire. You know how I feel about firing people. I don't like to do it until right. you know for sure. Right. You have and to you know it. what you're going to replace them exactly. with. Exactly. You have you an idea. You don't just fire people to fire people. That's how I feel about anything in, in, in all walks of life. I'm telling you right now. If Gary Sanchez is not in the lineup tomorrow, or actually, you know what? He will be because Cole isn't pitching tomorrow anymore. Cole's no. pitching. Cole's pitching Saturday. So, but Gary should pitch. Even same thing. No, it's a day if game. Gary, Saturday. Oh, I think it's a day game. They're, Saturday. they're lucky if it is. They're Who, lucky. Who's lucky? The Yankees. The Yankees yeah, because <laughs> you know they would have done it if it was a night game anyway. So they'll, they'll avoid the aggravation and and the criticism. It's. Wow, it's a one o'clock game on Saturday. I thought they'd have us at uh, on Fox. Nah, Sunday night baseball though, right? Oh, yeah, great. They yeah. might get rained out. That um, they might get rained out. I think on Saturday. I think they're gonna be able to play tomorrow. It's gonna be shitty, but they'll play. Right. It's gonna be like it's not gonna be like hard rain like today. It's gonna be like just regular right. rain. Because we were thinking about going to the game tomorrow. Yeah. Listen, so. the bottom line is. This team, it's it's honestly, it was disgraceful what happened the other day with Judge not playing. It was disgraceful the way they lost. Just the whole day was a bad day. I mean, you, you saw what my brother said after the um, after the Yankees won that game on uh, what was that Tuesday? They win the game on Tuesday. Good win, right? Everybody played pretty well, and then we see the lineup the next morning for the for the or the next day for the game, and he's he goes. This team really just can't go more than 24 hours without pissing me off. And he's right. Yeah, I, I think he's right too. It's Oh, and then a report comes out today. Michael K says the Yankees wanted uh, Michael Brantley or Kyle Schwarber, but they just didn't have the room for him in the, with the luxury tax. That's good, considering both those guys are having great seasons. Well, they're having great seasons, and you shed money to go get – you shed money to stay under by trading on Avino, like we said – to the Red Sox for free, and then you brought back Brett Gardner. Yep, who's got a 590 OPS. Instead of just shedding all the money with Adovino, you just sign one of those mm-hmm. guys. I, sure, I honestly, I thought they should have. You remember all the rumors about them and Schwarber? Because yeah, know, there was a lot of rumors. A, a, no, but we got Jay Bruce. Remember, I, a bunch we got of Jay Bruce. Yes, yeah, Jay Bruce. He he made an impact. Yeah, forced him to retire. That's how bad he was. Uh huh. He bullying my. Oh boy, no, but Jay we have Bruce. Mike Ford. His his his. Swing will play well. Oh, never mind. He sucked, and we traded him to the Rays. And now he'll probably fulfill his potential with the Rays. He'll hit with the Rays. Yeah. Absolutely no doubt about that. So, um, you got enough off your chest Yeah, that's there? enough now. You're good? Uh, they will start, the Mets and the Yankees will start a weekend Subway Series starting on Friday. Very exciting. All right, let's 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 go around the league first. Is this AC on? It's, it goes on and off, like Jesus. always. You're really sweating. Yeah. I don't... See, I always sweat too, and I'm not really sweating. I hope I don't jinx myself, though. Yeah. Let's go around the league first. Let's get into the Bauer stuff. Let's talk about what, okay. you know, we think's wrong with the game, and then we'll talk about the Mets. Hopefully, they'll be over. Yeah. Soon. Bottom of the night. Let's see. So, you want the Braves to walk it off? No, 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 no. <laughs> I want the Mets to win in the top of the town. Right. That's what I want. Bring Eddie Trumpets in after scoring. After we get out of this <laughs> inning, we'll get a run in the 10th. We'll bring Eddie Trumpets Eddie Trumpets in. might be an all-star. 
Fetty Trumpets isn't an all-star. That's criminal. Come on. Tyvon Walker, all-star. Marcus Stroman, all-star. Jacob DeGrom, all-star. Francisco Lindor. Uh, ah, there you go. There you go. Pete Alonzo. <laughs> Pete Alonzo. All right, so. Listen, if there was a hot dog eating contest for the all-star uh, game, Pete Alonzo, sign me up. Funny. That would be fine. That, that's good. Pete Alonzo's batting like 360 over his last two weeks, but, you know. Yeah, he looks like he's 360. You know, I don't appreciate the fat jokes of my boy, Pete Alonzo. Except Lugo right, right down the middle. Almost if he connected with that, that would have been a home run. All right, let's talk. Let's talk baseball. So, Trevor Bauer, who um, obviously is um, – Trevor Bauer's always in the news. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad, he's always in the news. Mm-hmm. And there's a report out there. I was reading it on The Athletic today, but it's everywhere. Uh, apparent, apparent assault case of a woman from San, San Diego. It's very, very um, – Serious. It's very serious. It's um, should be 18-plus to read the article, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Sexual, Not safe for work. Uh, sexual assault, um, regular assault. Uh, they had consensual sex, but he went too far. Yep. A couple of times they had met twice. He had went too far twice, and the woman was in the hospital, and she finally filed a police report. It was about a month ago, two months ago. So good for her. Yeah. Stepping up. A lot of women don't step up in that and case. And it's good that she stayed anonymous. She stayed anonymous. She stepped up, which is really good, and... Bauer could be in some trouble, but no worry. He's going to pitch on Sunday against the Nationals. Yeah, I mean, obviously this is just an awful story. I mean, it was pretty disturbing to read. Um, listen, I don't want to, I don't want to get too personal with this guy, but he's always just rubbed me the wrong way, Trevor Bauer. I mean, he just doesn't seem like a great guy. He seems like a bit of a head case, um, and and obviously stuff like this, it, it, it's. It's not. It's it's pretty easy to believe, you know. Yeah. Um, especially with the way this guy's acted. I mean, he acts like a child. This is obviously an extremely childish and irresponsible and disgusting thing to do. What he's done. Um, and I I cannot believe that he's gonna start on Sunday. He seems like a weirdo. He does seem like a weirdo. Wait. He he had another uh, allegation like before the season that he was. Uh, with an underage girl or something, right? Or, or creepy text messages or something on Twitter. He, well, it wasn't anything weird like that. He was, um, he was very derogatory during the, right. to this woman. I forget what it was about, but yeah, he was just very nasty. He got his Twitter trolls to attack her, basically, and it, right. it was, it wasn't, it wasn't a good look. Right. I mean, Sandy Alderson got, you know, questioned for it multiple times when they were going after. Her. Yeah. And. Kind of seems like the Mets dodged the bullet here. Yeah, I mean, this guy's character is very questionable. Um, Teams were worried about that, though. Yeah. Teams had to do a lot of work on him yeah. before they considered signing him or whatever it was. So it's not a good right. not a good look. Um, I just can't. I, well, we wrote on the sheet, are the Dodgers making the right move by starting him? No. I mean, th- that statement today with the whole thing where they're just going along with, the, with what Major League Baseball is telling them. This guy's got this going on, and you're going to start him in a game? First of all, I don't know how his teammates look at him the same. That's the first exactly. thing. The second thing is, who gives a crap about Major League Baseball? You suspend yeah. him. You suspend him until you have more information. Right. Until things are cleared up. At least cleared up. Maybe not the case done, but at least you clear things up, and you're like, all right, you can go now. He should not be performing on a baseball field with, no. with what this going on. I mean, abs- are you kidding me? No, that, that's a joke. So we'll see what happens. He's supposed to pitch on Sunday against the Nationals. It's 
Thursday going to be Friday, so maybe something else will come out. Hopefully it doesn't pitch. Right. But, Good job by ESPN and The Athletic and other sources collecting this information, too. I mean, really in-depth article. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously disturbing, like we said. Definitely. So, hopefully the right thing is done here and he gets suspended. The All-Star starters announced. Yes. That's uh, some news. Do you, we got Aaron Judge starting. And do you know who the third AL outfielder was? Yes. You want to read? You want? You have the list? You want to read it? Um, I do have the list. You want to read it or not? So, Trout and Judge was kind of obvious that it was going to happen. I mean, Trout probably shouldn't be playing just because he's been hurt for too long. We know if he was healthy, he would be starting. He's but not he going to play. play for that long. Did you see? You saw the third American League outfielder? Teoscar Hernandez. Teoscar Hernandez boy, got Teoscar. in. I love Teoscar Hernandez. Um, the rest of the list is pretty good for the AL. It's probably everybody who deserved to be in. Uh, we posted our ballots. When they first came out, and I think I had all these guys on it, if I remember. I mean, Salvador Perez is catcher. Vladdy's playing first. Semyon second. Bogarts at short. Devers at third. So you got the Red Sox on the left side. You got an all AL East infield besides Salvi. Um, You know, first through third, all American League East. Uh, Otani, DH. And then in the National League, Freddie Freeman playing first. I I didn't have Freeman. Uh, I had Muncie. I thought it should have been Muncie. Uh, Muncie I don't know if Muncie's num- he, he's still performing well, Muncie. Yeah, I haven't he's checked 18 his home runs. Um, Adam Frazier at second base was a bit of a surprise. I was not expecting that, especially Listen, a guy for the Pittsburgh Pirates. They put a- they put every team in. They represent every team. And I'm, I'm guessing if Frazier didn't get in, they would have went with that reliever they have, Rodriguez. Yeah. But I would have put Ozzie Albies. I mean, he's literally leading the league right. in RBIs. I mean, these all were fan-voted, so... Or actually, wait. The fan vote gets them to the finalists or something like that, right? And then is it handpicked or is it still I'm not voted for? Lie to you. I don't even know. I think they it's change still it like vote. every year with, I think the, with the systems. I think it's fan vote. Tatis at short, obvious. Arenado at third. Brian has been terrible. Brian, Brian has had been that in, locked yeah. up about a month ago. Acuna, Castellanos, Winker in the outfield. I don't think anybody really has that much of a problem no, with that. Not at all. All those guys have been really good. And then Buster Posey, we I can't believe the season this guy's having. He's been great. What is it, 2014? Buster Posey and Salvador Perez are the starting catchers? It's crazy. That and is and it's not even like fine one. And it's not fans being crazy. No, they it deserve, is completely deserved. They deserved They had the best years by far out of any catcher. Yep. James McCann was creeping up a little bit. Oh, really? <laughs> no, he was. Check the numbers. He's probably the... T- Check the numbers right now. He's I don't want to check the like numbers. I really the second don't want or third to. best offensive catcher in baseball by the time it's all set and yeah, done. Really, yeah. I mean, in the National League, excuse me. But, uh, yeah, so I think they got it right, I, except the Muncie. And, honestly, second base. I'm upset with second base. Who do you want to see, Albies? Albies should have been there. Right. And Muncie should have been at first. Freddie should have been the backup. Muncie will get in, obviously. Uh, Dave Roberts, the manager. Right. And he's clearly. Yeah. Uh, he. Look at listen to these numbers. I mean, he's he has seventeen home runs or so eighteen home runs. He had a grand slam tonight. Forty two RBIs. He's batting two sixty four with a four eighteen on base, which leads the league. A five fifty six OPS, a nine seventy three OPS. You mean a five fifty six on base and a? I mean what slugging. I you said a five fifty six OPS. Oh, sorry. Five fifty six slugging, nine seventy three OPS, a one seventy OPS. Plus. Yeah, he'll probably be their DH. They have a DH? They don't do they DH? 
I mean, I no, know I know it's a National League ballpark, but if you're voting for the American League for to have a DH, one team isn't going to have a DH and the other will. Jay, we haven't, we really have not seen the All Star Game in a while. I don't know what they're. they're gonna no, do. they're gonna. Yeah, it's been a while, obviously, but um, no, they do. I, I believe they do have a DH. I don't think they let pitchers hit in the All Star Game. Okay. Which they shouldn't. I mean, you want to get as much position players out there in the first place. Oh so. yeah, because you need a DH in the National. You do League. need a DH. Oh, need a DH oh, in oh the let the pitchers rake. Yeah, adds more strategy. Yeah, Jacob Degrom rake. Oh, I lo- I love. See, does it not piss you off when you're watching your the Mets play, and Marcus Stroman comes up to the plate with second and third and two outs, and he's just an automatic out. Like that doesn't piss you off. Imagine the feeling when he rips one. Oh yeah, one out of fifty. Let me know when, when that happens. Yeah, he does an RBI double this year, but whatever. You know, you don't want to believe. No, no, it's gonna happen. I mean, I'm okay with it at this point. I really don't care anymore. Oh, right before we get into the Mets, we were talking about the state of baseball. Yes, definitely want to get to that. I really, I'm telling you, I would genuinely be shocked. If we get a full 162 game season next, we're not gonna get. One. You're just not gonna get one. There's gonna be a strike. They're gonna they're gonna fight and fight and fight, and that's it's gonna make the game look even worse than yep. it already does. Baseball is gonna keep shooting themselves in the foot. Our fantasy football group chat, which is really fantasy baseball group chat right. too, you guys are complaining a lot about baseball. There are problems with baseball. Yeah. obviously it's too analytically driven. Um, what else is there? The the, 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 they're, they're, the pace of play thing, it's really not... It's They're it's like not wasting their time. It's not an issue. And the owners, the owners just are greedy and want money. And the commissioner's an idiot yep. and just wants to help them. Listen, baseball is a slow game. Okay? We all know that. It's... You know, you get five pitches in that bat on average or whatever it is. And, you know... There's 15 seconds in between pitches, and and that's just going to happen. It's not a a game like basketball where you're running up and down the court and there's constant action. That's why we love the game. It's We take it for what it is. You limiting mound visits or, um, you know, doing a pitch clock or whatever, or putting a – honestly, the mound visit thing I don't really have a problem with. I think that was smart because you hate to see guys walking up and down there. Yeah, that's fine. The three batter minimum – and the man on second and extra innings are my two biggest problems. I really think those are completely counterproductive and they do nothing. I was coming along with the, the seven-inning doubleheader, but I'm actually I'm not there anymore. I'm, I'm just not there. I mean, it saves the bullpen, which is nice yeah. because a regular doubleheader really kills you. But it doesn't – every time the Mets win one or two of those – It just I, feels cheap. It feels cheap. And they've won a bunch of them. They lost a bunch. They've played how many? But yeah. Yeah, it feels cheap. The, the runner on second base thing is... The the runner on second base to start the 10th is brutal. Right. Listen, we've said it before. You want to put it on... You want to put him on the 12th in the regular season? I'm actually okay with that. Yeah. As as much... As exciting as 18 in the games are, at the same time, it's the regular season. You want to limit it a little bit. Right. I mean, you don't go into double overtime or triple overtime in football. You, you yeah. tie at some point. So, I would honestly... In the regular season, I would set it at 12 innings, and I would put the runner on second and 12 innings. That's not a terrible idea. But to just throw it out there in the 10th is just... Again, that kind of feels like a cheap one, too. Yeah. I mean, that really feels like a cheap one as well. So, listen, they, I don't think that'll be back next year. 
I also don't think the seven innings. Actually, I think the seven innings will be back. I think the player association likes that. The players love that. The three batter minimum, I don't think, is going anywhere. I think that's here to stay. I think they could get on that. You know why, though? You know why the players are going to fight for that? Because you're losing guys' jobs. You have lefty specialists and guys like that that are meant to get certain people out. Yeah, you waste it. So they're going to fight for that. I think they'll get that. Obviously, get the DH in the National League. Right. I don't think they're going to get that. No, you're not going to have the traditional nine-inning doubleheader anymore. You're just yeah. not going to have that. I think the best change they can make is the shift. I think that's what they could change. That's what I wanted to get into because if you ask me in the beginning of the year, because I like the shift. I liked the shift. And my team has benefited so much from the shift. They've turned into the second-best team and defensive team in baseball because of the shift. you got to limit it. Right. Can't, don't get rid of it. You can, you can let them move wherever they want to go, but – Certain amount of guys on either side of the bag. You have to have two guys on the left side of second and two guys on the right side. They could play wherever they want in between second and third base and in between second and first, but you can't have three guys, one guy playing shallow right field or the four outfielders thing. I think it's stupid. I really All right, know. so what you're saying, all right, how do you do that? So you'd have somebody on second, you'd have somebody in the outfield, and then you'd have the shortstop playing up the middle if you needed him up the middle. But he can't be on that side he of the base. He can't be on that side be, of the base. Yes. What if the ball's hit there? Can he get it? Yeah, of course. Okay. So you'd have him play like right on in the middle or shaded to his side yeah. on a short or vice versa with the second baseman. I, I like that. But I don't I think teams that. Would, I don't know because I think they kind of play like that anyways. They do shade guys right up the middle and then have the second, like against the lefty, the, Mets the second that. baseman in shallow right field and the first baseman a little more towards the line. So I don't know. They have to get creative with it. Why don't you limit it to like one inning, or you pick three players in the lineup that you could shift however you want? Because when you think about it, let's say Michael Conforto's up. I'm just using him, using him as an example because it happened the other night. He hits a sharp. Uh, he's a lefty. He hits a sharp line drive into right field. Looks like a single, but it's not. It's a routine ground ball. Why do you think these guys are swinging for the fences? Right. Exactly. That's, that's a great a, point. Because that's a single. They, they don't. They don't think. I want to try and learn how to hit the ball the other way. They think, you know, I'm not going to hit against the shift. I'm going to hit over the shift. Exactly. That's what I'm going to do. So that's the problem with the shift. And limit the, it. Limit it. That's all I'm saying. And the biggest problem that we haven't even talked about, the baseballs. How can you have a changing baseball constantly and say, we don't have any idea about it. You own part of the company. Rawlings makes the baseball. You literally are a part owner of baseball. Rob Manfred. Oh, I don't know. We've talked to scientists. And blah, 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 blah. Bullshit. Yeah, you know what it is. Yeah, they got a problem there, obviously. They, they can't change the ball like they do. They manipulate it however they want. And that's a, it's a problem. I mean, it's, the way it the ball, is ridiculous. The ball is dead this year, yeah. but it was juiced the past couple of years, and balls are flying out of the ballpark. Yep. The inconsistency there is not good for the players, but it's also not good for the fans. Oh, my God. That was so close. Bases are loaded. Two outs for the Braves. Top of the lineup coming up. Baseball, I'm telling you, man, it's really just not headed down the right path. And and no wonder kids are playing basketball more and kids are playing football more. And baseball is becoming a a less and less popular sport because they just keep freaking shooting themselves in the foot. Rob Manfred is the worst commissioner I've ever seen in my life. The guy's literally killing the game. Their numbers aren't da- their numbers aren't as bad as you think. They aren't the, the ratings are not as bad. I mean, yes, it's always going to be second fiddle to the NFL and now the NBA. But it wasn't always that way. No, it wasn't. It was especially with the NBA. 
The NFL, the M- okay. The NFL is different. They, they, you know, there's less games. It's more significant. The games. NBA, the, the NBA, NFL that's be, different. The M- the NFL will be king forever. Yes, they will. But yeah, they should be. I mean, it's my the Major League Baseball is my second. Oh my god. All right, let's get into the Mets. Holy crap! Well, the Mets just lost. Just right oh, now. that's good. What happened? Freddie Freeman hit a ball that hit Lu- uh, Seth Lugo's foot. It kicked to uh, Luis Guillorme. And Luis Guillermo tried to get Freeman at first, and he couldn't. So that's the ball game. The Mets lose. That's a rough series, man. Two out of three to the Braves after losing twenty to three on uh, Wednesday night. It was twenty to three. I thought it was twenty to two. Twenty to two. Sorry, 20 to two. for some reason I always yeah, thought it was two. Yeah, come on. Don't give him too much credit. Yeah, two touchdowns, two field goals, and then a safety for the Mets. The, the Giants won twenty to two against the wait was it 20, oh, 21 to two against yeah. the Falcons. Yep. And, 2011 wild card game. Yeah, they uh, only yeah. needed three touchdowns. That's that yeah, nice. they were close. Yeah. They were close. <laughs> no, so this is a terrible loss here to the Braves. Jacob Degrom. This is why Jacob Degrom is the greatest pitcher I've ever seen. He gives up three runs in the first inning, five hits in the first two innings, and he strikes out 14 guys or tires the last 18. Right, he's incredible. It's unbelievable how good this guy is, and. It'll be a shame, man, if they don't win with him. I yep. mean, it'll be a waste. I mean, this is a terrible. I like I'm we're live recording right now, so I'm not like as pissed as I would be. I'm also like calm, calm right now. Now I'm starting to sweat though because I'm pissed. But this is just a brutal, brutal loss. You were down three-one. You scored the first run. You're down three-one, and you come all the way back. Dom Smith hits two home runs. The offense is putrid. It's putrid. It is. I mean, let's go through guys right now. Jeff McNeil is 7 for 36 since he came back with one RBI and one extra base hit. Jesus. Or no no extra base hit, sorry. Come on, what, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Lindor, Lindor up and down, Lindor is crazy. so streaky because if you look at his numbers in June, they're great. Why are they great? Well, he'll have two days where he goes like 7 for 8. He'll drive in a bunch of guys, hit a couple of home runs, and then... For the next few days, he's crap. And right. then he does the same thing. That's why his numbers look good. Just way too streaky. Pete Alonso has been one of the more consistent guys, but still very streaky. Conforto's hasn't been good. Dom Smith, before tonight, really hasn't been good at all. Center field. Pilar is what he is. He's a, fourth, he's a really good fourth outfielder. Right. He's been starting every game. They have no production on a third they base need right to get now. A, they need to get a steady hitter. That's what. That's all, that's all. just what but they need. But where do you put him? Are you putting him at second base? Where, where, where do you put him? Because third, if you, if you look, no, because you have VR coming back who was great, and you have Davis, so you're gonna have two productive players at, at third. Davis before he got hurt was swinging a. Well, then nice you gotta bat. you gotta send somebody back. Somebody's gotta lose their job. Jeff McNeil might have to yeah. lose his job at this point. Yeah. But who are you bringing in? You call Cattel, the Rockies. Okay, tell Marte. Tell Marte can play second base. I just said to our but apparently Trevor, the Diamondbacks don't want to trade him. They think they could come back from being 22 and 60. I guess they don't want to trade him. They want to keep him. I guess to build him. I was just talking to our friend Trevor. I said, Cattell Marte makes perfect sense. You put him in center when somebody's struggling. You put him in the outfield, and he st- or he starts at second base. Right, and he starts over McNeil. He makes perfect sense. Joey Gallo, where are you putting him now? Joey Gallo makes sense. Yeah, a big time power hitter here. Yeah. But where are you putting him? Send Dom Smith over. Send Dom where? To Texas. I'm not. I'm not making that deal. For Joey Gallo? No. Is it a rental? I gotta look. I I wouldn't. 
I still want to do that. I got it. I have sports track right here. I don't know. This team's got a lot of decisions to make. Bobby, Bobby Bonilla Day. How about that? Yeah. So, see what they did? I actually did not. I heard a lot of buzz about it, but I didn't even bother reading the article. So, doing like an Airbnb thing where you could stay over at City Field. What? You could stay over at City Field for the night. Like an Airbnb. Like, you stay over. It's $250 a night. Couple people. Where in like the suite? I don't know where. <laughs> For I, Bobby Bonilla Day? Yeah, but it's like Bobby Bonilla's Day at City Field. They said they were making a big announcement about it. What the? Um, why are they turning it to like a holiday? This is like the, an embarrassing contract, and he's turning it embar- into a holiday. You know, we were having this group uh, in our group chat. We were having an argument with it. Like the amount of deferred contracts that are actually wor- like a couple of them are worse yeah, than Bobby but Bonilla. It, unfortunately, it's, it's gotten way up. more publicity. It's gotten way more publicity and more criticism. This is the Mets. So let's you know joke around. Who cares? Same old morons. It saved them money in the end. All right, let's get to our uh, our segment. We're not. We, we just started with the Mets. It's enough about the Mets. We mean it's enough about the Mets. Who cares about the Mets? A lot of people care about the Mets. I don't. What did I just do here? I lost the document. Here it is. David Peterson's hurt. What? 45 minutes. We're good. Um, Dave Peterson's hurt. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, another injury. Let's add it it on. Carrasco's progressing. Oh, really? She'll be back. Is he still going out to dinner and pissing you off? No, he actually hasn't posted it. Maybe he got my memo. (laughs) But um, he should be back really soon. Like... End of the All-Star break soon. So, that's a plus. This team's got to get in the postseason. It's a bad division. Let's stop talking about them being dominant. Because I was wrong. Two weeks ago, I came on here and I said, this is a World Series contender. As of right now, they're not. Let's get another pitcher. Let's get some Let's get some depth to the rotation. Let's get a big bat. And let's go on a run. Get your pitchers back after the break. It's a, ter- it's a terrible division. They will be fine. This could be a re- this could feel like 2015 over. They're a two game lead right now. Two game lead. It'll be it'll stay two. The the Nationals are losing. They're probably gonna call that game. They're playing the Dodgers. It's delayed. Yeah, but I'm saying like they have a series against the Dodgers. They have a four game set against the Dodgers. And they play the Padres and then they play the Dodgers again. This is good. Yeah. Let them lose. Kyle Schwarber's probably gonna fizzle out now. I mean, like, I you can't see him doing this more. And, uh, Something's no, gotta stop. And, and no offense, JM, but Mets gotta Mets gotta take care of business this weekend. You're gonna right. say the same thing. Yankees gotta take care of business. But this is a big series. This is a very big series. I, two the, teams in two really crucial positions. If right the now. Yankees sweep the Mets, uh, we're gonna have real issues. One team's gonna have problems. We're, we're gonna come back here on Monday, and it's gonna be a very interesting episode. Yep. Even two out of three with if I'm I'm looking for two out of three. That's what I'm looking for. Whatever team takes two out of three. Because if the Yankees take two out of three from the Mets, they're going to say the Mets, you know, against a struggling, embarrassing Yankees team, they couldn't seal the deal. They lost two out of three. Um, And then if the Yankees lose two out of three, you're going to say they lost to the Mets, a struggling Mets team that's, you know, dealt with injuries. You didn't face Jacob DeGrom, blah, blah, blah. So either way, there's going to be criticism. I expect two out of three from the Mets. That's my expectation. You got Walker on the mound tomorrow. I expect a nice night from him. He's on extra rest. And, and then Strowman on Saturday. I don't expect much from the Yankees. I, I, I'm being honest with you. What is there to expect from this team anymore? I, I hope the Mets can hit this pitching, but at the same time, you know, the Mets haven't hit pitching in general. They haven't hit anybody. Right. 
So uh, let's hope they can. And the Yankees use... haven't been able to get many people out lately, so something's got to give. It should be inter- and very interesting series. It's a it, this was a terrible inning, by the way, for the Mets. I wasn't really watching it, but they there were a really bad calls here. I'm looking at it right now. I mean, bottom of the zone, he missed the strikeout. Lugo, and then the ball it was a I mean it was a nice ground ball wasn't hard wasn't soft hit right off of Lugo's foot and right. kicked off I mean just brutal 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 loss I kind of feel better if I think about it in a sense of 2015 like if I think about it as like divisions bad Nationals are the second place team but then you could say the Nationals couldn't think of it as 2019. The Mets weren't first, though. A little, a little no, bit. but I'm saying the Nationals weren't a good team, and then they had, boom, second half, they erupted. So I'm not thinking about so, Not thinking about that. Okay. Okay. Well, why don't you just shut up? All right. He, you're like, you know what? Segments can be longer, okay? There's a lot to get to in baseball, okay? They can be a little longer. Not when you're talking about the Mets. Let's go. It's we're gonna. All right, we're introducing this new segment. We're gonna call it "Guess That Player's Team." You've probably seen it on NBA on TNT. Who he played for? It was a while ago. Um. So we're gonna be reading players, probably players that a lot of our listeners have never heard of, and maybe we haven't even heard of. Most likely, I'm gonna try and make it really hard for him. Yeah, you're. Um, and we're gonna try and guess what play, what team he plays for. The Mets are three and a half games up on the Braves now, too. So Very nice. That's, uh, that's not good. All right, so when we come back, we're going to do that just right after this break. The S&D Podcast Channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. We are back. Hardline Sports Talk, episode 20. Michael Merlo, John Michael Masiri, here with you. We have a new segment called Which Player? Which team does that player play for? <laughs> you just said it to me and I botched it on me. So these are some very interesting players. Uh, definitely some that you may know, some you may not. Yours are going to be harder than mine. Okay. And I'm not really good with memory. You mean with this the stuff. ones you give me are going to be harder no, or the, the ones, ones I give you are going to be harder? Yeah, it's the okay. second one. You're going to give me harder ones. All right, so I'll go first. Maybe, okay, depending on the first one you give me, maybe I'll make a quick change because I don't want to do them like way harder than what you did. But let's see. All right, first one, Brad Boxenberger. He, he's been around. He's been a pretty good room. <laughs> can I give you a position? I, I know who he plays for. He used to be on the Rays. He's playing a lot of teams. Yeah, he's on the Brewers, right? Yeah, he's on the Brewers. There you go. You know, that's not up. that's not that hard. That's not a super easy one, though. I mean, I wouldn't have gotten. I obviously know who he is. I know he's a relief pitcher. All right, he's, we're in the same ballpark. All right, he's played with the Padres, the Rays, the Diamondbacks, Kansas City, Miami, and now the Brewers. All right, you're up. Okay. <laughs> Brock Holt. Oh, doesn't Brock Holt play for the Brewers? No, he used to. Yes, he got traded there. Yeah, but now he doesn't play for them anymore. I, get, I will give you a hint yeah, if you give need. Me a hint. Okay, it's a, it's not a good team. They're just not. They're like a last place team. Does he play for Texas? Yep, 
Really? He's on the Texas Rangers. Because I remember Jared Carabas from Barcelona yeah. oh, he flipped out because he was in love with Brock Holt. Yeah. Because he went to the Brewers. He's a Red All Sox right. legend. Yeah. All right, that's good. All right, I'll go. I'll go next. Sure. Paulo Espino. <laughs> Who? Paulo Espino. P A O L O. Paulo Espino. Baseball? Baseball. What position is he? Pitcher. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, I see. I thought you would get it because he just pitched. What what names did you think I was going to give you where you're like, oh, mine are going to be easier? Like impossible. Like I thought you were going to give me like impossible ones. I don't think I've ever even. uh, All right. I'm going to guess first. And then if I'm wrong, I need a hint. All right. The Marlins. No, but you have the right division. He's not a med. No. Is he on the Braves? No. Well, I only have two more teams to pick from. <laughs> so it's either Philly or National. I don't want to get this wrong because then I'll just get it right by default. Right. So get it right. Okay. If he's a pitcher, I he's feel a like starting it would pitcher. Be, oh, he's a starting pitcher. Yes. See, that's different because I was going to say if he's a reliever, then I feel like he might be on the Phillies because the Phillies bullpen is up, terrible. Up and down. He's older guy. Yeah, he's, I'm gonna uh, say he's on the Nationals. He's on the Nationals. Let's he go. just pitched against the Mets on Monday. That's why I thought it I might be a little easier. Up. He's been up and down from the major league. He's born in 1987, so you do the math on how old he is. He shut the Mets out for five innings. Throws 91 miles an hour. You really thought that mine were gonna be harder. You gave me a guy who's thrown 65 innings in his career. He just pitched the other day. I thought maybe you would have saw it. Like, Paulo Espino gets his first win in the major leagues. Okay, this one might be a layup. I mean, it is for me. Danny Mendick. No. No (laughs) clue. Um, Orioles? No. Would you like to see a picture of him? I guess. Without a hat, I guess. I I mean, (laughs) I don't know if that's going to help. Uh, you don't know you don't know minor league uniforms, do you? No. Alright. I know minor league uniforms. I know the flying squirrels. Flying squirrels, that's the Giants. Yeah, my MLB the show guy used to be on. God forbid you get the picture, you know, whenever whenever you're ready. I'll okay, just keep don't, time. Don't look at the team name right there. I don't see it. How am I supposed to know the picture? Like what what's so big with the picture? It's Danny Mendick. Okay, he plays in the American League. Tigers? Nope. Division? Same division. Royals? Nope. Indians? No. White Sox? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he plays for the Chicago There we White go. There How you could go. you not know about my boy Danny Mendick? Sorry. I mean, with a name like that, you got to know it. Sorry. Yeah, that, what do you mean layup? That was not going to be a that layup. That is a layup. All right, Spit, you got a football one? I got a football one. He's He's known. You might get this. Okay, he's known. Yeah. James Carpenter. Remember him? Oh, the ta- the guard? Yeah. He's, he's been around. Seahawks? No, that's he, where he no, started. They, he started from the Seahawks. He was a Jet. Yeah. Steelers? No. This is so NFC. freaking hard, man. This, is, this one's We not really bad. went below the belt This here. one's not bad. NFC. Are they good? Mm, they blow a lot of leads. The Bears? No, the Falcons. Oh. A lot of leads. Come on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Falcons. 
So have we gotten... Oh, I got the box burger one. That's the only one we've gotten on the yes. first try. Yes. We're really showcasing our intelligence yeah. right now. Yeah, really. Well, then again, we are giving guys who are starting caliber people. Idiots. DJ Dallas. Oh, my God. He's a running back, right? Yeah. Damn it. He was like a little fantasy flyer last yes. year, like waiver pick. He's up. not the Cowboys, Dallas. No. Seahawks? Yep. There we there go. There you go. Look at that. That's a first try. That was a first try. That's good. That was fun. I like that. Yeah. Let's implement that okay. a little more now. That was fun. This is funny. And um, why don't we... uh? Let's just get to Matt's question right now. Let's do Matt's on the question. Segment. I mean, we forgot about it. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So, okay. So, Matt Smithwick, loyal fan, emailed us a question saying, What are your predictions for the upcoming Subway Series? What are your top five greatest sports rivalries? We'll do a you combined wanna, you wanna list. You want to do a Cal? Yeah, combined list. We'll do a list. combined okay. list. So, I think, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be competitive. I think both teams are playing like crap right now. I think the Mets. I, I don't even know what to say. Are you trying to put the Mets on this list? Just don't. No, he wants a prediction for the Subway Series. Oh, he series. wants a prediction for the Subway Series. Um, oh, God. I think the Mets are going to get Friday. I think the Yankees will probably get Saturday. I'm going to say Mets take two out of three. I'm going to say that too. They The Mets got that kid Tyler McGill pitching on Sunday. It hasn't looked that bad. He's looked pretty good. I like it. I like the way he um, he's been pitching. So he'll go Sunday. The Yankees don't have a starter yet for Sunday. I'm guessing that'll be Michael King. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you would think the Yankees would win that game when Cole's pitching, but it seems like that's. I not think. The way it's I been think going. the Yankees will beat Stroman on Saturday. I yeah, like I said, I no, I don't know what order they'll do it in, but I think two out of three for the Mets. Hope hopefully. We'll see what happens there. And top five sports rivalries. All right, obviously, number one is the Yankees and the, the Red Yankees Sox. And the Red Sox. Close. Two Bear- we're Bears. Staying, we're staying big four here. We're not going like yeah, college know, or anything. Liverpool or whatever. I know the soccer rivalries are crazy. Um, Definitely Bears-Packers, too. Bears-Packers. Um, then the Eagles-Cowboys. Eagles-Cowboys is a good one. Celtics-Lakers. Celtics-Lakers is one. And then uh, hockey, I'm just not gonna know off the top. Of my I'm head. not gonna know um, big time. I mean, a bunch of the uh, bunch of the Canadian teams, obviously. Right. I don't know. Are we so, missing a baseball one? Giants, Dodgers, Giants, Dodgers, uh, Cubs, Cardinals, Cubs, Cardinals, Ravens, Steelers. Oh, that's the that that's is a big really one. going on. Okay, that's, that's all, that's all right. Five. So I'll say Yankees. I don't want to come up with a particular order. It's tough to do it right now on the fly, but Yankees, Red Sox, Bears, Packers. That, that's definitely one, two. Um, Lakers, Celtics, Lakers, Celtics, Eagles, Cowboys, Cowboys and Ravens, Steelers. That's, that's, that's a, the five. Yeah. I, again, I don't know what big Canadian teams hate each other. Right. But, yeah, that, that would be five. But that's a great question. Thanks for the question, Matt. Those are always fun. Maybe when it, when it gets uh, soft, you know, when it gets uh, light, sports-wise, we'll do one of those. Right. It's a good list. So that's a nice question there from Matt. Thank you, Matt, again. Let's go over to some NBA basketball. What do you want to start with? Let's start with... The Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns in the championship. Really excited for uh, my boy, Chris Paul, who scored 41 points 
eight assists, 16 of 24 shooting on Wednesday night to beat the Clippers. Who The Clippers had a great season. They did. They had a really good season. Unfortunately, they had injuries with Kawhi, obviously. Which nobody knows what the hell happened with Kawhi. No. But whatever. Nobody knows what happened with Kawhi, and he missed. Listen, they they win the series without Kawhi. With Kawhi, I think. I don't know. I honestly, I don't. I was really confident in the Suns. I think the Suns would still win it. You think? Uh, you think Paul George played well because Kawhi was not there? That like, like that's yeah, something I've I heard. think that has something to do with I it. I think that's a possibility. Listen, I, the the Suns have been criticized recently ever since they won uh, that they had a really easy path to the finals. I saw a take that said if Jamal Murray was playing for the Nuggets that they would have won that series. I mean, they swept them. It was a clean sweep. I understand that you know, not not life is. It's not a video game. It's not like you just put Jamal Murray in there and then. Um, we know exactly what the result's going to be. But this Suns team, I picked them to go to the finals before the playoffs even started. They were a really talented team. Um, I understand the Lakers were a little banged up, but Lakers weren't a good team this year. They really weren't. Fully healthy, they still weren't that great of a team. I don't think they were. They were banged they weren't, they weren't up the, all year. But they weren't the team they were last year. You could tell. And the roster was better this season. Right. And, yeah, they weren't as good. You're 100% right about that. Um. But the Suns team, I mean, I think we should applaud them, actually, for staying healthy. I mean, I know it's a little bit of a random thing, but good for them to stay healthy. Kawhi has had injury problems. It's not like this was just a random thing where Kawhi got hurt. I mean, he's had the whole load management thing and everything. So, I think it's a lousy take, um, a casual take to discredit the Suns for, you know, having an easy path and not they didn't deal with injuries like the other teams did. You can't control that stuff. You just go out, perform, and win games. That's injuries were the story of this postseason. Yes, they were. They were. And, listen, Nuggets were cute, whatever. Jokic is the MVP, and he was great. I don't want to hear about the Nuggets. They right. weren't a championship team. They, were they weren't a championship caliber team. Murray had a really nice stretch last year in the bubble, but I didn't hear. He was a nice player for them. Don't get me wrong, and he's an important piece. But was anybody talking about him being that kind no. of a productive player no. where he would make a difference in four games? No. No, he's not a four-win player no. in a series against a really good team. Would have been closer, sure. Yeah. They would have won in six probably, right. the Suns. But, or even five. Right. But come on with that. And, and we don't even know. Giannis is out tonight. The Bucks. what's the score of that game right now? It is one, It's I think it's over. We have 123, 110, 38 seconds to go. Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, see, Giannis is out. The Bucks are winning, like... These teams are they're built they're good teams you know these star players maybe not over a long stretch but star players a guy's out the team can actually play better without them for a little bit it's 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 you know you rise up you whatever you play better chemistry wise you don't know there's a bunch of factors the Bucks the you could say the Bucks got um the Bucks got lucky with their route right. they caught the Nets they injured did. they, they caught the Nets injured. Is that their fault? It's not their fault. No. They played the team in front of them. It was a tight series, and they beat them. Right. That's it, and they exactly. deserve to win. But, that yeah, that's a lousy take. The Suns were impressive this whole postseason, and I think they're going to win the finals. Also, yeah, I was just about to say, I don't know if this is a hot take or not. I guess it's not, but um, I think if the Bucks make it to the finals, I think the Suns are the favorite in that series. They will be. Yeah. Especially Giannis banged up here. I'm going to say this. I had a different outlook on this postseason because the, the big-time stars were not in it. Right. No super team. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fun. That's cool. Not going to lie to you. 
I like the big. I like the big stars being in it. I do. It adds more excitement. I'm not pumped. I will be for honest Suns with you. This this, this I really did enjoy the Suns Clippers series. That was good. It was competitive. This Bucks Hawks series, mm. especially with the injuries. The injuries yeah, have been killer. Not nothing special. Nothing. Nothing it's, feeling here. Also. I just want to talk very briefly about how much of an idiot Pat Bever- Pat Bev is, Patrick yeah. Beverly. I mean, you saw what he did. He shoved Chris Paul because Chris Paul stared him, gave him a little stare while he's walking away. You want to talk all this crap, Pat Bev, and run around the court and act like a lunatic, and then you lose and somebody gives you a little stare after he just dropped 41 on you. He can do whatever the hell and, he and wants. And you got you to shove him to the floor. He's a child. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants, but it doesn't mean he can't be criticized for it. He's a child. I'm saying Chris Paul can do whatever he wants. Oh, Chris Paul wants. can do whatever he wants, yeah. Not Pat Bev. No. He's Pat a clown. Bev, Pat Bev's an idiot. I think that's known. You have here, how will the Clippers look in 2022? As long as Kawhi's back, they should be a favorite to win the finals. But as I'm saying... As long as they a couple people. That's what I'm saying, though. Is it? How's this team going to look? Is it going to be the same... A lot of the same faces? Or are they going to shake it up with the Clippers? I think they'll try and bring back the same faces. Is I know Kawhi Kawhi's not going to opt out, right? Isn't he? Does I don't he have think, a player option. I don't think he'll opt out. This season went well. I think we. Well, spoke he does have a max. Him. It's not like he's going to get more money. We spoke about him potentially opting out if the season didn't go well. It went pretty damn well. Right. I think he'll he'll opt back in for the last season. I think he'll be a free agent and leave. Yeah. Especially if they no matter what, if they lose, that's it. If they win, you know him, he can leave on the drop of a dime like that. Right. I'm trying to chuck a couple players. I know Reggie Jackson's a free agent. They mm-hmm. need to bring him back. Yeah. But he was very, very good for them in the playoffs. He was. And Nicholas Batum was good all year for them. Yeah. Uh, they should bring him back. He's, he's been a he's bit a of a journeyman, Batum. Yeah, he's a free agent. He'll get some money this year. Morris, Marcus Morris Sr. Let's see about him. They should bring him back. I think he's signed, though, to a nice deal. Yeah, he's signed. Big-time contract. Wow. $16 million. Uh, Four years, $64 million. $16 yeah. million a year. That's a nice, that's a nice so deal. I'm not, they don't have a lot of flexibility with money, no. the Clippers. I mean, I think they're pretty clogged up with that. They'll bring Jackson back. They, lo- they lost Howard. They lost some guys. Yeah, they did. I think they signed, did they sign Ibaka to a nice deal? Possibly. So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens with this team uh, yeah, with the Clippers. Oh, he's free. I think um, I think the Bucks. You can't. I don't think they're gonna lose two in a row here and lose in seven games. I just don't see that happening, especially if Giannis comes back. If he doesn't come back, then I can't see it happening. But if Giannis is back, I don't see it happening. Um, and I will be excited for a Suns Bucks finals. Will it be the final? Will I be excited like I was for Cavs Warriors? No, but I think it'll be fun to see. You see. Chris Paul can get a ring, or Giannis Antetokounmpo could get a ring, but that's they the gotta only take nice care of the Hawks. I hope it's an exciting series. I hope it's Hawks Suns. No way. I would really like I, that. Would just not be that exciting. The and NBA, I know some people would say it was because the Hawks are an underdog and blah blah blah, but no. nobody wants to see the Hawks in the final. The NBA is really upset. Let's just say that. Yeah, they, they definitely are. The NBA is, is pissed. Yeah. But let's move on quick. Bucks Hawks, like we said, one thirteen, one twelve. We kind of spoke about it. Trey Young's got to come back. For the Hawks to have any chance here, even with uh, Giannis out, I don't think we'll see Giannis. To be honest with you, I think Giannis is done for the playoffs for the series. Okay. I don't think he'll come back. Middleton dropped 26, 13, and eight. He was very good stepping up. Brooke Lopez had thirty three points. Wow. Drew Holiday had twenty five points, thirteen assists. 
And Bobby Portis had 22 points. Look at Bobby Portis. You know, I saw that. He was playing very well. So they, they got big time production out of a lot of guys. Listen, Bogdan. Is it Bojan or Bojan? Bogdan? Oh, my God. You ask this every Bogdanovich time. on the Hawks scored 28 points. <laughs> Lou Williams at 17. John Collins at 19. Right. Gallinari at 19 off the bat. Listen. They need, they need their guards to step up. Horner was not good tonight. 3 for 12 shooting. They're going to need guys like him to step up. And I don't think it's going to get done. They need they need their boy back. They need Trey Young back. And I'll be honest. It's a bit... It's kind of like boring to talk about these series. It's yes. because... The, the stars are I get are what in you're it. saying. The stars aren't in it. So I get that. And, you know, guys are getting hurt. And it's kind of hard to analyze the games because some guy gets hurt. And you're like, well, I'm not sure. They might have played better with him there. And blah, blah, blah. And... It if is. It was a, Nets it's a little... Suns. If this was Nets Suns, and we'd be glued yeah. to the TV. If it was Nets Clippers with Kawhi right. playing, you'd have to be. Oh yeah, watching. that would be great. But it's it's not. So, so I get what you mean. I do. I the, I would say it's refreshing as a fan to see new faces yes. and, and teams, and that you don't need a super team to to win the finals. But also as a fan, a person who likes to be entertained. Um, yeah, I would like to see like the a Nets Suns or something like that, or Nets Clippers. That would the, be great. The parity in the league is um, it's back. It's back, yeah. But I do like to see the big time teams. So Let's, they'll they'll do it for basketball. We got a voicemail though. Yep. Very excited about the voicemail. Let's get it going. Hey, Hardline, Rob Collin here. Long time fan, long time listener, long time supporter. Just had a question for you two guys. What are your thoughts on this, with the NFL season approaching on uh, how the Steelers are going to do this season? Uh, if you say any less than nine wins, you're wrong. But what are your thoughts on all that with the new offensive coordinator revitalizing the defense and bringing key guys back? What do you guys think about that? Let me know. All right. Thank you, Rob, for the question. We appreciate it. Uh, the Steelers this year. Um I was really high on the Steelers last season. As I mean, was I. I thought that this was a dark horse Super Bowl team. They started off the year 11-0. and And even when they looked bad, I still defended them. And I thought they would beat the Browns. Oh, you went that deep with them. Yeah, I went really deep with them. Okay. And they failed me. All right. Um, I'm not. Listen, Rob, I'm sorry. This is a third place team. The Ravens are better. The Browns are better. Yeah. The Browns aren't much better. I see the Steelers as an 8-9 win team. Right. I think their defense will keep them in a lot of games. But offensively, they were putrid last yeah. year. And Big Ben's back, and he yeah. was not good. I was going to say that Big Ben, uh, listen, he's not the quarterback he was. I think we all know that by now. Um, they lost some guys on defense. No major pieces, but a couple my little, you know, uh, minor pieces that played a decent role on the defense. They lost, and I think that offensive line is still extremely suspect. That run game is going to struggle. I don't care who's running the ball. I know that you guys got Najee Harris, but I don't see that developing. I think you need an offensive line for Najee Harris, and then he can really thrive. Um, So, yeah, I really don't see them being that great this year. Like you said, the Browns and the Ravens are better. I think the Browns are going to win that division on a little side note. But um, Really? Yeah. I I expect a really good year out of – and I do love Lamar, but I do expect a very good year out of the Browns and Baker Mayfield especially. Um, So, nine wins. I mean, I think they'll be a competitive team. Maybe they'll be around eight or nine wins, but I don't think that – I keep forgetting the 17 games. Yeah. I don't think that gets them into the playoffs. No. 
Um, I'm going to say they go about 8-9, 9-8, nine, nine and eight, something like that. I'm saying the same uh, as I know you got the new offensive coordinator. I don't think it's going to make much of a difference, to be honest with you. So, sorry, Rob, but I don't think the Steelers are going anywhere this year. Yeah, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I do think they have one of the best defensive and underrated players in all of football. Oh, T.J. Watt's unbelievable. No, Minka Fitzpatrick. I oh, wow, okay, yeah. Minka no, Minka's great. Minka is great. I, but I do think T.J. Watt is a little underrated. He like, is I think underrated. He uh, he definitely had a chance at winning the Defensive Player of the Year He's list. He's a top here. three pass rusher. Oh, really. easily. Easily. And that's, wow, easily, yeah. I mean, he is, but it's crazy yep. to think. So, yeah. That's it, right? That is it. Our baseball teams suck. They both suck. And they're going to play each other this weekend. Yeah. And we're going tomorrow. No. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Weather permitting. Listen, we have a TikTok account. Yes. We are going to put it in our link. What is it called? Our link tree. Link tree. Yep. And we're going to be posting it on our Instagram and Twitter account. So definitely give it a follow. We'll have some videos on yeah. there us talking you want he wanted to put po- jam on to post a video the other day of him screaming about aaron judge not being in the lineup on our story yeah, but yeah you know, we have the tiktok now uh-huh. so you'll see it maybe up. you'll even see merlo do a couple dances you never know yes oh I, my regular tiktok account has a lot of dances <laughs> on it so that'll be fun but we will talk to you guys next hey real week. quick oh. happy fourth of july oh, everybody uh that. drink all the beer you can eat all the hot hey, dogs you we're can we're underage Hey, listen, I didn't say I was. Yeah, really. Wink, wink. Um, but everybody have a good weekend and enjoy the, the – it's supposed to be nice on Sunday. It's supposed to clear up and uh, celebrate America. Yes, definitely enjoy the weekend.